The great outdoors is a place of enjoyment, peace, and solitude. But at times, the outdoors experience goes dark. Increasingly, outdoors lovers are encountering criminal elements, psychos, dangerous wildlife, and strange weather occurrences. Our goal is to raise awareness by equipping you with cutting-edge information and to shine light into the dark outdoors. Welcome to the program. This is Chester Moore, and feral hogs have been an interest of mine since I was a little boy, seeing a mounted specimen with mega tusk up on the wall of my uncle's house. And as I became a wildlife journalist, you know, I wrote a lot about it and started hunting hogs a lot. And of course, like everyone in the South, saw this gigantic surge in hog numbers that were in areas that we never dreamed of having hogs, including the neighborhood I currently live in now, where I've killed four hogs in the last three years in my neighborhood. And the one of the things that's happened with this hog surge has been a rise in human hog conflict, and that comes in many different flavors, all, all the way down to tragedy. And when I was researching my book, Hog Wild, I came across a study by Dr. Jack Mayer with the Savannah River National Laboratory out of South Carolina that talked about hog aggression and, and looked at some fatalities related to hogs around the world. And he has been kind enough to call into the program. Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. Good to be here. What made you want to start researching hogs? Well, uh, it's starting. Well, I'm a hunter, so that's that kind yeah. of started it. And yeah. uh, I when I was in high school, I lived over in Germany. And of course, they've got wild boar over there, and, and mm -hmm. we were able to hunt them there. And when I got into college and I got in my senior year, I was looking for a research topic. And again, that hunting interest in, in wild boar, wild pigs, uh, that got it started. And I start, so I started looking into that. And the more I looked, the less I found. And I mm -hmm. was kind of curious that, gosh, these things are, are, scattered throughout the u.s right now and there's not that much about them so i decided mm -hmm. i'm going to start trying to figure out some of that information myself that started in the spring of 1973 and i've just been doing that ever since but hogs are a potentially dangerous animal and let's just talk about that aspect of their behavior i mean um, there are multiple parts of their aggression but let's start at the base aggression what is you know, for the person going through the woods, let's take hunters out of the equation in terms of wounded hogs, just entering the woods, whether you're a hunter, a hiker, or a fly fisherman. Uh, what is the, what would cause a hog to attack you? Well, okay. So first of all, they are a wild animal. Yep. Uh, if you get inside that fight or flight distance for that species yeah. where they feel threatened, uh, they are very readily going to stand up and, you know, defend themselves. Yeah. Uh, in some cases, they if the threat is uh, large enough as far as what they perceive, uh, mm -hmm. they may they may do a fairly aggressive attack on on someone. Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to say with the individual hog what might drive that but uh, mm -hmm. uh again they they can be large they've got very sharp especially the males have very sharp canine teeth or tusks mm -hmm. uh they can they can hurt you and you know that's 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 very real and you know it, what are the chances of that happening it's very rare actually wild pig attacks on on humans is very rare um we actually did an empirical study here at the Savannah River site based on uh, 
we track when people go out in the woods to do to do work out there and we also track the number of attacks that we've had mm -hmm. so we actually went through and ran the numbers and it's less than one chance in a million of being attacked by a, by a wild hog mm -hmm. but it does happen yeah and you you know it can result in in fair fairly serious consequences up to and including uh fatality yeah and i just um you know i guess it's been almost two maybe going on three years where just 40 minutes down the road unfortunately there was an attack attributed to hogs in the anawak texas area yeah that was that was 20 it was a the Sunday of Thanksgiving week in 2019, uh, mm -hmm. Ms. Rollins had arrived at a house where she mm -hmm. was a caretaker for an elderly couple, got there before sunrise, mm -hmm. and she had parked her car 20 feet from the front door, and we don't know what happened. Uh, she got out of the car getting ready to enter the house, and apparently was, a, as far as uh, we've been able to figure out, was attacked by a, by a whole uh group of, of of wild hogs and uh they did unfortunately kill her a very very tragic incident again Terrible. we don't know exactly what happened did she startle them mm -hmm. uh, uh did she try to defend herself uh no you don't know were there dogs chasing the pigs you know, there's all kinds of scenarios that can that can lead yeah. to a, a wild hog attacking somebody we don't know yeah. really what happened in that case but unfortunately the poor woman uh yeah. was killed Tragedy. You know, it's interesting that most of the hog attacks that I've been aware of have been single hogs, and this was attributed to multiple hogs. Was this potentially a sow? Could have been. Uh, typically, yeah. when you've got a group of wild hogs that attack somebody, it, it's a yeah. it's a sounder. It's a it's yeah. a maternal sow, and and uh, mm -hmm. actually one or more maternal sows and, and their collective offspring. Mm -hmm. um, again, we don't really know what those animals were that attacked her mm -hmm. um and they they haven't had any any other incidents there um subsequent to that this is mm -hmm. the only this is only the fifth fatal wild pig attack on humans in the u.s that that i'm aware mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. uh, although globally uh wild pig attacks on humans are are fairly common people don't realize that uh in that year in 2019 uh, globally, uh, there were 192 wild pig attacks, uh, wow. 20, 21 of which were fatal. Wow. That's probably, um, that's probably comparable to shark attacks. Well, well actually it's not because in 2019, uh -huh. there were 64 shark attacks, mm -hmm. two of which were fatal. Wow. So, you know, two versus 21 globally, you know, in, in shark attacks, you're talking about white sharks tiger sharks, mm -hmm. bull sharks, oceanic white tips, whole collection of species. Wild pig attacks, we're talking one species. Yes, Seuss growth wild pigs. Yep. yep. And that's, so that, you, know, you, you, hear, you hear about the, the fatal mm -hmm. shark attacks on, on the TV every year or shark mm -hmm. attacks in general. Mm -hmm. You don't typically hear about wild pig attacks. No. You did hear about uh, Ms. Rollins, but uh, typically you don't hear about the other attacks. I interviewed a man for my show um, right at about two years ago who was attacked on Sam Rayburn Reservoir, uh, which is about an hour and a half north of Anahuac. And uh, it's really interesting hearing what you said. Well, we don't know if these hogs possibly could have been pushed by hunters, dogs or whatever, because that's exactly what happened. He ended up getting just skint up really bad. But um, he, he, hear the, he could hear the hogs barking, the bay dogs. 
And here comes a, he's walking his dog, which was a Pyrenees cross with something else. And um, the hogs huffing and puffing and walks out in the trail about 20 feet from him. And it's about 150 pound boar. And he said, as soon as his dog barked, one bark, that hog was on top of him and had him on the ground. And the way he landed, like his knees were like on top of his body. And he, he was holding the head, trying to keep the head from slashing him. The dog was grabbing it. And uh, he said it seemed like it was an hour, but it was probably 20, 30 seconds. And the hog eventually leaves and the dog kind of chases it off and whatever. And he thought he'd be eviscer- he'd be gutted or something. The only thing that happened was the hooves cut up his knees. And But that hog was obviously already stimulated by dogs. And here comes another dog. And that's actually a concern of mine is that there was a hog uh, that attacked a dog on a leash in Katy, Texas uh, a year or two ago. People walking their dogs in areas, do you think that could be stimulus sometimes for a hog to attack somebody? Oh, absolutely. We, we've documented that as a, as a risky behavior, walking, walking dogs through wild pig habitat. Dogs yeah. either on leash or off leash, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. wild, wild pigs, wild hogs perceive dogs to be a predator. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lady out in California several years ago now that was walking three dogs and out of the brush comes this, he was lame, but, it, but a large boar that came mm-hmm. out and attacked the dogs and her. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it was, it was lame. So it probably felt at risk, yeah. couldn't defend itself readily. And yet these three, what it perceived to be predators showed up and it, again, you know, if they feel threatened, they're going to attack. Yeah, uh, and this you know this has happened in in a number of states where where people have been walking dogs, also over in Europe where people have been walking mm-hmm. dogs and and they get attacked by a wild pig. You know, uh, they're probably very, very a- often. Very often, the pig will come in and attack the dog, and then the owner steps up to yeah. defend their dog, mm-hmm. and they get attacked. So it's yes, walking a dog is a risky behavior with respect to wild pigs. And, you know, these things are in city parks and that's what happened in Katy, Texas. You know, luckily it was the dog got hit, not the lady, but still it could have been really bad. Um, And so that's an interesting pattern there of that. And I I don't bet there's there's probably not a sounder in my part of Texas that hasn't been chased by a dog. Hog hunting with dogs is a huge thing here. And it's done legally, illegally, et cetera, all the time, 24 hours a day. And um, do you think that obviously that's an effective means of, of killing hogs, but do you think that there is a potential to even train hogs to even be more aggressive than dogs? Or is it and by the individual hog where someone would be scared of a dog presence or someone would be more willing to fight them? Well, when you put a pack of dogs on a pig, they, again, they're going to, they're going to step up and defend themselves and right. they will very aggressively fight dogs um there were two teenage girls over in spain several years ago that there were some poachers that were using Mm -hmm. dogs that were chasing a wild boar Mm -hmm. and the boar got away from the dogs and happened to encounter the two teenage girls and you know it still Mm -hmm. felt threatened because of the dogs and it attacked the two of them and beat them up pretty bad wow so that's you know and this this has happened in a number of places where there was a, a gentleman on Sicily not too many years ago that was out mm-hmm. with his dogs and a wild boar appeared. And again, the dogs were there. The dogs presented a threat. It attacked the dogs and attacked him, attacked his wife when she came out, when she heard the ruckus. And wow. the, the man got killed. 
Dogs again, they add a, uh, a a risky element to to the concept of uh, of wild hog attacks. In increasing numbers, people across North America are going missing in the wild. Dark Outdoors is committed to shining light on this topic and raising awareness when public interest in these cases fades away. This week's missing in the wild case is the case of Kevin Cipher. He's missing in the Rocky Mountain National Park area in Colorado. Kevin Cipher was last seen in the Sand Beach Lake parking area near the Wild Basin Entrance Station in the southern portion of Rocky Mountain National Park the afternoon of April 30th, according to a park news release. He was initially reported missing from the park on Thursday, April 27th, but was located in the Denver area on Saturday and then reunited with family. However, on Sunday, Cipher was with a family member near the Wild Basin entrance of the park when he reportedly, quote, willingly walked away from the vehicle he was traveling in. Cipher is six foot two, 180 pounds of gray hair and brown eyes. He was last seen wearing a gray hooded sweatshirt, blue baseball hat, blue jeans, and cowboy boots. If you have any information, you can call or text the National Park Service Investigative Services Bureau tip line at 888-653-0009. That's 888-653-0009. Or email nps underscore isb at nps.gov. So these animals are strong. They're aggressive. They're also very smart. But you had kind of looked at... um, the, the profile of hogs in, in relation to like human fatalities. And to me, that was a very interesting concept. Well, again, uh, if you look at the, the stature of a hog, they're, they're not that tall. Even sure. the large boars are probably less than three feet at the shoulder. So they're mm-hmm. fairly low. So when they come in and attack a, a standing human, what's going to be right there in front of them the legs yeah and so they'll go in there and and males boars especially will start slashing with their tusks Mm -hmm. and they start doing that on the legs and uh you can very quickly see that you're going to get a laceration on the inside of the leg and what's there the femoral artery artery, yeah and someone can bleed to death very quickly and that's that's usually the the primary uh cod the cause of death in in wild hog attacks is exsanguination blood loss okay and it's primarily because of of getting that femoral artery cut mm-hmm. you know you now will get sure. broken bo- you will get broken bones uh, mm-hmm. uh and punctures and lacerations but it's it's typically cutting the femoral artery that uh that does people in now when it comes to like you know hogs that have you know cases of hogs that have you know that have killed people and they've been able to identify what they can about the hog uh from what i've seen it tends to be a large lone male am i correct on that typically yes yes most of the most of the wild hogs that attack people are are large adult males Mm -hmm. and is that a territorial thing typically it could be it that may play into it but again it's it's getting inside that that fight or flight distance Mm -hmm. for that animal and it feels threatened and it's going to step up and defend itself yeah. So the vast majority of, of wild hog attacks on people are defensive. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just trying to protect themselves. There are a handful of uh, of incidents on record where the attacks were predatory. Yeah. 
Um, the animals were in an area where food is limited. They were starving and they would attack a person. And, and according to the person's account, they were, they were trying to kill him and eat him. Mm -hmm. uh, there are children that have been attacked and, and killed and, and eaten by wild hogs. There actually was a, a number of years ago now in France, there was a, uh, an account of a, um, a man-eater, uh, a boar that was, was attacking and killing people and, until it was hunted down and killed. So wow. it's, it is possible you could, could get a, a wild hog attack on a person that was predatory. Yeah. That's very unusual. So the attacks in general are rare. That's, that's even, that's, that's much more rare than that. Sure. That's like the rarest part of the rare. Uh, but like I always say, you know, you give the statistic about, you know, it's, you got more of a chance of being struck by lightning than bitten by a shark. I'm like, tell that to guy that got his butt bit off by a bull shark. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, you know, you make you, you want to make people think is what happens. You know, since COVID, there's been in every state pretty much a 20 percent plus uptick in hunters, fishermen, campers, hikers. And um, a lot of these people come from inner city that don't have any any knowledge of really wildlife and I'm, I'm trying to just make people think about the potential of this and to be on guard and be safe. That's why I want to talk about issues like the dogs and things like that. And, you know, if you, if you go back to the old country boys here in East Texas, Southwest Louisiana, they always will tell you that the meanest hog they encounter is a sow with piglets. So what are some of the stories that you know of or accounts of sows with piglets being defensive? Well, typically when you get a, a group of wild hogs that will attack somebody, it's again, it's a, it's a mature sow that's got, got her pigs in tow. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to tell you though, I've, in all my years of working with pigs, I've, I've never had a problem running up and running the sow off her pigs. If you run up and are loud and big and scary, mm -hmm. uh, she'll turn around and go buy kids and she's gone. Mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully they're, they're after her, but, uh, uh, I've, I've never had a situation now for all the years I've heard that I've never had a situation where, uh, where a sow is, is threatened me when I've, when I've encountered them and come up and, and tried to scare her off. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I had, I had That's to probably ask bad you. advice to give people. They're going to go out and try it. Now. I'm probably going to end up getting hurt. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's such a common thing that all these you know older hunters and stuff will tell you that's, it's, it's just like the thing they tell you. And uh, but the other side of that is, you know, there's nothing cuter than a baby little striped feral hog. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and I kind of wonder, worry about little, little Susie moving out from Austin and going out to the park and she goes and brings her kids and, hey, look, some little piglets, you know. Uh, well, and, and, and we've seen actually globally, we've seen an influx of, of wild pigs into suburban and urban areas. Yep. They're starting because their numbers are, are, are increasing in the wild. They're starting to move into suburban and urban areas. And they very quickly find out, gosh, we, we've got food here in the, yeah. in the form of, of garbage and, and gardens. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got plenty of shelter. Uh, and a lot of people that, again, um, urbanites, they will see mm -hmm. these, these wild pigs in, in, a, in a city park and, and especially cute little piglets. And they'll go up and try to uh, try to feed them or pet them, and they end up getting attacked. Yeah, and that's that's been happening all across Europe within the last decade or so. Now, let me ask you a question. So we obviously have you know Europe where they've had hogs forever, and we pretty much had them since you know before America's actual physical you know, founding. But 
Um, is there a trend to maybe what we're seeing in urban areas, suburban areas in Europe? You think that could spill over to what we might expect to see in America unless something changes? Well, you've got about 75 municipalities in the U.S. that have reported the presence of, of wild pigs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's happening in this country. Now, what about uh, the aggression yeah. part of it in terms of? Well, uh, that's yeah. that's happening, too. You've got people yeah. in uh, in uh, suburban developments in Florida and, and mm-hmm. here in South Carolina, too, that uh, encounter wild pigs and, and end up getting attacked in their in their suburban neighborhood. Mm-hmm. their housing well, development and you know i i live in a it's, it's a lot more developed just four years later because they're building a big refinery when they did that like every hog on that 1800 acres dispersed into all these areas around here um and i've killed four just in my neighborhood um and other people have, have been able to kill them. i was able to set traps on some properties and things and take them out and it's it was a new thing too because i've lived in the same area my whole life and there was zero hogs here until 10 years ago uh, in this particular area, so you know those those penetrating these areas and and making people aware of things, I think is is very important. Pray, prepare, and pack heat. It's time for some dark outdoors defense strategies and techniques. If someone is attacked by a brown bear or grizzly, they are told to play dead. A lot of brown bear grizzly attacks are territorial, or they just didn't like the way you looked. So playing dead is your best option. If someone is attacked by a black bear, they're told to fight back because many black bear attacks are predatory. They're rare, but predatory. I what do you do if you're attacked by a hog? Uh, try to well. First thing you can try to do is to to get up high. If you can get okay. up on on something on a structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to go back to this story, but Ms. Rollins, if she had climbed up on top of the hood of her car. Yeah, they wouldn't have gotten her. They wouldn't have been able to climb up after. Again, we don't know what happened. Sure. We don't you know, we don't have an idea of exactly what transpired. But uh, if you've got something like that, that you can get up on top of, they can't climb. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's that's probably the easiest way to to Mm -hmm. to get away. Uh, If if you can't do that, uh, fight back. Uh, mm-hmm. make it as uncomfortable for them as possible. Whatever you can lay your hands on to, uh, mm-hmm. to fight back with uh, something you're carrying or, or, or whatever, fight back mm-hmm. and, and don't let them knock you down. Don't fall down. People that fall down okay. sustain more injuries to the lower and upper parts of their body once the hog has them on the ground. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to fall down. You want to stay upright. Stay upright. Uh, typically wild hog attacks on people only last a matter of seconds yeah not even minutes just seconds so as soon as they've perceived that they've dealt with the threat they're out of there mm-hmm. and don't get in their way let them let them let them go mm-hmm. <laughs> let them get out of there uh so and then you need to uh to deal with any injuries you might have mm-hmm. uh as far as playing dead there's only one instance that i know of where somebody did that that they that the pig immediately lost interest and and uh i guess perceived the threat was gone and it left but there have been other instances once the person gets knocked knocked down Mm -hmm. playing dead that the pig continues the attack because it's it's got the upper hand at that point yeah and can can really deal with that threat Mm -hmm. so i'm not sure that playing dead is 
is an option that you want to take with a wild pig again well, my, my get, up, get up high get out of there fight back and yeah and uh and don't fall down well my gut would be definitely to try to stay stay you know stay uh, up because of you know being able they could get to your guts get to wherever you know that kind of thing uh a lot easier if you're on the ground but i had to ask because there's that dichotomy between a brown bear and a black bear you know like and nobody's really given the steps that i'm aware of too much on what to do with a hog another thing is like if i'm in the woods in texas i always have a weapon on me just in general and mainly honestly that's to protect me from any crazy people i might run into but uh <laughs> you know uh but there's unfortunately uh, a lot of those out there, man. I could, that's what this podcast talks about is raising awareness of dangers. But um, let's say you, you know, able to defend yourself with a handgun or, or a rifle or a shotgun or whatever, but areas you can't carry a weapon into uh, has there ever been any evidence that like bear spray works? Uh, people have tried that. Some have had luck with it. Some have not. Okay. So I don't know. I'm not sure. I think the jury's still kind of out on that. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything, but I had to ask because of these urban areas and stuff like that, you know, where people are going in and they might not have the option to be able to carry or or people don't want to carry. Is there another safe alternative? Um, I tell people if you're going to an area where you see fresh hog rooting, fresh hog sign, uh, smell a hog really easily to just back out and not go there. Uh, just go hike somewhere else. Yeah, that would be good advice. Don't invite trouble. And, and, and don't and don't take a dog in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you because this is something I've been wanting to start putting out there. And thank you for having an expert talk about this, other than just me. There's a voice crying out in the wilderness here, telling people about the dogs because our culture is getting. I love dogs, man. I got a bull mastiff and a Doberman in the next room that may sound off any minute, but um, you know, people love their dogs so much. and want to be that, but they're not only bringing the threat to their dog, they're bringing it to them, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And I hate to say it, but man, if you got a big hog attacking your dog, don't try to let the dog deal with it. Maybe it'll leave. Cause you're probably going to get hurt worse than dog will, you know? And it amazes me the number of people that get, get attacked because they've got a dog on a leash. I mean, yeah. you know, you, why, why would a, pig attack a, a dog with a human standing right there you know just a matter of a few feet away yeah they just they just are focused on that that dog mm -hmm. and that dog is a threat it's a predatory yep. threat and i'm gonna deal with that threat yep. and the person just gets kind of brought into that because of either proximity or the or it's or the person steps in to defend their dog and it just goes downhill from there yeah that's um that's really, you know, that's unfortunate, but that's that's something we're seeing in a trend. And I'll send you a link to the interview. It's a really interesting interview I did with a guy that was attacked, and and they were le legitimately, he ran into the hog dog hunters on the way out of the woods. They thought that their cat's dog attacked the guy. He heard, they heard him screaming. And and so they had set their cat's dog out or something. They thought the cat's dog had attacked the guy, and he was screaming. And it was like, no, it was a hog, but that hog had been had been pursued by these guys who were in the woods with their dog. And his dog barked. He said, first bark, it was on top of me, you know. And that's the kind of the final thing I want to talk about is the speed of these animals. I mean, these animals are they're, they're they're very fast animals, and they're also I think they're smarter than a whitetail. I mean, that's just for my hunting part. Like it, to me, it's harder to pattern a big boar like a specific boar with game camera type hunting than it is to target a specific big whitetail, you know, and that's just my opinion on that. Yeah. They're, they're very smart. We, um, 
we've had collars on on large boars and you mm -hmm. go in to try to get close to the animal and uh you don't hear anything you don't see anything but with mm -hmm. the with the radio receiver that animal's out there doing circles around you so it knows you're there yeah. and it's it's it, they're they're amazingly smart we've raised a number of them in the house and they're mm -hmm. just they're easier to paper train than puppies and mm -hmm. they're just smart they are legitimately smart and they learn yeah and you know once once they if they get in a trap and get out or if they see other hogs in the trap they're going to learn from that yeah and, that, that that's interesting because trapping works for about a sounder around here and then you're done you know it's like they'll come stick their nose in it look at it you know and then they're then they're out of there um, now on this, on the, on the, the, the radio collar, uh, situation, we, we've seen around here in particular where there will be an area inundated for like two or three years. And then there's like no hogs there for like a year or two. Um, uh, is that just them moving to different food source or are you finding that, uh, what, what kind of ranges are you finding on hogs? Well, they, males especially, they, uh, the home range, it depends on the size of the animal. So the larger the animal, males are larger. They mm -hmm. have larger home ranges. Mm -hmm. uh, although those home ranges will shift depending mm -hmm. on the resources, you know, the, the, the food, the water, the, mm -hmm. the shelter, the escape cover they're looking for in that area. And if something changes, uh, they will shift their range. Uh, we've noticed that here in South Carolina. I don't, I don't have that empirically, and I don't know what drives it. But mm -hmm. you will have an area that's just covered up with wild hogs, and in the next five years, they sort of all disappeared. Are they are yep. they hunted out? Are they pushed out of there? I don't know. Yeah, but, but we have seen that here. Yeah, so, it's interesting. Just because you have a bunch of hogs in the area doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna they're gonna be there forever. Yeah, and for most for a lot of people, that's a good thing. You know, like especially if you're trying to grow agriculture, anything like that. But a fascinating animal, obviously deserving of respect. But we've got to do something to control these animals and the reason i wanted to have you on is i have a lot of respect for your work and appreciate it when animals interested me since i was a little boy but also because i've had plenty of my own experiences with them and i see this growing urban suburban hog population and the growing human population being a ticking time bomb and i just want people to hear things to make them not afraid but more aware of what hogs are potentially able to do so they can we can avoid more tragedies out there no, agree. They're a wild animal and you've got to respect them as such. All right. Well, Dr. Jack Mayer, Savannah River National Laboratory in South Carolina. How can people, um, you know, find your work? I mean, do you have a website, social media presence? Uh, you can go into ResearchGate. I think most of my publications, yep. uh, at least on, on wild pigs, are in there. So I'll put the link up to that here on the show. And I can't thank you enough for taking the time to talk with me today. Oh, my pleasure. Happy to help. If you would like to share your dark outdoor story, email chester at chestermore.com. If you would like a PDF file of my personal survival tips, put survival in the subject line. Read my wildlife writings and follow my Higher Calling Wildlife and Higher Calling Gulf Coast podcast at highercalling.net. Remember, never enter the wild without prayer and preparation.